All right, Rabotai, Boker Oro Mevorach, welcome to all our members. 10.15, uh, that's the time that we uh, designated to the study of Anachana Maaseh. Today's question comes from one of our members, Mr. Solomon Franco. It wouldn't be well. Uh, he asked us this question uh, yesterday uh, on the way into the Bet Knesset. The question uh, was asked to him by Mr. Lou Masri. And uh, we'll delve into it today and see if we can come out with a conclusion. What was the case? So we have Shiva'asar B'Tamuz, Ta'anit, Medvrei Kabbalah, coming up this Thursday. There's a general uh, concern regarding fasting on the Shiva Sabbath Tammuz in light of the uh, Corona. Uh, although uh, people are playing tennis, uh, even though they had Corona, but you know, it's easier to play tennis than it is to fast. So therefore, all of a sudden, they didn't ask the rabbi, Rabbi, can we golf during the Corona? No, golfing they did that. They figured out that's okay to do. They don't feel that that's dangerous. But fasting, or oh, sitting home and fasting, they said, you know, we heard that if you had the corona, so maybe you shouldn't fast. Well, it's clear already, Hakan Yitzhak Yosef weighed in on this, and he said that if you have it presently, for sure you don't have to fast. As in, you should not fast. You need to be hydrated, you need to eat, and so on and so forth. And even if you had it and you still have uh, symptoms, and uh, some people are having a hard time shaking the symptoms, and he's, you know, doesn't feel well, and he has a hard time breathing, whatever the lingering symptoms are, for sure one does not have to fast on Shabbat Sabbat Tammuz. We know ladies that are pregnant don't fast, ladies that are actively nursing don't have to fast, and even people, forget about the COVID, people that are just uh, not well, old people. Uh, Kapaim says very, very old people are patu from this fast. I don't know what the number of old is. I guess that's relative. A 90-year-old man doesn't think he's old. But the point is, that uh, there are, I'm sure, a lot of people, which came to my understanding, that are not going to be fasting because, again, they're not at uh, optimum health. Now, in a regular year, that really doesn't pose any questions because we're praying in the synagogue, and we have a regular minyan of fasters, meaning people that are fasting, and then you have these guys that, uh, for whatever reason, are not fasting. Usually, we, uh, we're able to... Uh, identify them in Minha when they're not wearing the tefillin. In Sha'id, everybody looks uh, like a faster. But we're able to expose them for what they are at Minha time. We know who ate and who didn't eat because our custom is to wear tefillin in Minha, only if you're fasting. But nonetheless, and now that we have a lot of backyard minyanim and front porch minyanim and things like that, so it's quite possible that you will have a minyan of non-fasters. A minyan of people that are not fasting. And the question that was asked is regarding Sefer Torah. Can, uh, can they read the Sefer Torah? Can you read Vaihal Moshe in a minyan where you do not have 10 people fasting? Well, again, that question uh, is, a, uh, is, a, is, a, is a no-brainer. If you open up uh, Shohan Aruch, Shohan Aruch in Siman Tav Kuf Samech Vav, he clearly writes 
that um, in the halakha, in halakha uh, vav, he says. Actually, it's a uh, it's in the Mishnah Berura. Mishnah Berura says that if you don't have uh, ten people fasting, so then you cannot read the Anyan of Vayhal Moshe. That's right. So you need ten people to fast. Chamben Sion also writes that in Orde Tzion, in Perek Lamed Aleph, in Teshuvah Dalet, Orde Tzion is a Gima. He says clearly, Im en anim, if you don't have 10 people fasting, lo motzi'im sefer Torah. So that's a, a, regular, a regular halakha. That's straightforward. Shohan Aruch Taksu Halakha Gima. Let's see what he says in Halakha Gima. אין שליח סיבור, אין שליח סיבור Right, so the same thing would be with the anen. That Hazan cannot say anenu in a special beracha unless you have in the Bet Knesset ten people that are fasting. And then the Mishnah Berurah on that says that the law applies also to... Um, you need 10 people fasting in order to say Bechal Moshe. Okay, well this year, it's a little different, that question. Because this year, Shiva uh, falls on the Thursday. So anyway, it's a separate Torah day. So if you're not reading Bechal, you're going to read Parashat Pinehas. So the question was, Rabbi, we know we don't have to read by Hal, but should we take out the Sefer Torah and read Parashat Pinehas? Because even if it wasn't Shema Sefer Tammuz, we're going to do that anyway. But that's really the, the She'erah. Do they take out the Sefer for Vayhal, or do they take out the Sefer for Pinehas, or do you say, no, you can't read by Hal because you're not fasting. And uh, that's what everybody else is reading, and therefore you can't go back to the Parashat Shemot, so you do nothing. That's, that's basically the She'ilah. So in order to appreciate the She'ilah, Rabotai, I'd like to ask another question that Mr. Franco did not ask, but I'll ask it, and we'll go through the subject. Very interesting, and it happens a lot. In the olden days, when we were able to travel to Eretz Yisrael, Mezat uh, Hashem, those days will return Bekarov, so it's very, very common that uh, Americans, the Hussle'ares, Nicks, go to Eretz Yisrael for the Hagim. Okay, they're there in the hotel for Pesach, Sukkot, Shavuot, and uh, they, of course, have to follow two days because they're intending to, uh, to come back. Uh, now, the reverse case happens a lot as well, where you have B'nai Eretz Yisrael that come to America for the holidays. It's quite common, they have family in America, they come to visit for the Hagim, or you have some Shiluhim that are coming and they spend time in Hutzla uh, Aris, etc. Now the question over here is, uh, is a Bene Eris Israel that is in Hutzla Aris, uh, can, uh, can you uh, 
invite them to the Sipit Torah on the second day of Yom Tov. That's really the that's really the Sheila. So you have a guy from Israel, he's in America. It's the second day of Yom Tov. Israelis do not have the second day of Yom Tov. To an Israeli, it's a regular weekday. He's intending to go back to Eretz Israel. He's just there for the Hag. The law is a Ben Eretz Israel that finds himself a Saat and intends to go back. He follows Menag Eretz Israel. But he happens to be in the Bet Knesset on the second day. Are they allowed to invite him up to the Sefer Torah? Now again, for him, it's a regular weekday. It's not a Yom Tov. In, in, in America, they're reading Sefer Torah. They're reading a special, uh, special reading. So this is a, uh, a big she'elah that the poskim discuss. The first one that discusses this is the rabbi called Halachot Ketanot. Who is the Halachot Ketanot? That is a rabbi called the Bi Yaakov Hagiz. The Bi Yaakov Hagiz was a rabbi that lived in the 1600s and he came from, uh, from Fez, Morocco, and then he went to uh, uh, Italy and he ended up uh, serving on the high court in Yerushalayim. And he has the case, the Sheila he asks like this, Ben Eretz Yisrael, Shehonech lechutz la'aretz, Im mutar la'alot lekrot matorah b'yom tov sheni shel galuyot. Simple question, can he go up to the Torah on yom tov sheni shel galuyot? Shut halakot ketanot kalek alef, siman dal. The question over here is based, he's not hayav. His answer is very, very clear. And I quote, Eno rashai la'asot ken, and he brings it from the Siman that I just quoted you. I'm reading Maran. This is his proof. Oh. Are you allowed to invite somebody up to the separate Torah on a fast day if he's not fasting? So Shohan Aruch says you're not allowed. To the extent, if the Kohen is not fasting, Shohan Aruch says, Tell the Kohen to walk out of the Bet Knesset. Because you can't say, Let him walk out of the Bet Knesset. We know we don't have, when you don't have a Kohen, you don't say, when there's no Kohen, Israel takes the place. He said that three Israelim. That's, uh, that's what happened. Uh, you know, we do that sometimes at the Bar Mitzvahs. When you want to send up three Israelim, you get all the Kohanim out of the way because you don't want to send up your father, your uncle, this one, that one. So therefore, we, you do that trick. Nonetheless, what do you see from this halakha over here? That if you're not fasting, you can't get aliyah. How can you get aliyah? Read, read the parashah of, of the Ta'anit. So he comes along and says that... Uh, uh, why? Because he's not Hayab in the Kiri'ah. Who's Hayab in the Kiri'ah? The guy was fasting. So who Adini wants to say that if somebody is in Chutz he's not Hayab, it's not Yom Tov Sheni. But even if he says it's a Kavahomer. In the case of the fast, at least he's Shayach to the fast, he's just not fasting. Which is he's in a place that he has to fast also, he's just not fasting, and still he can't get Aliyah. In the case of Yom Tov Shini, he's not shayach to Yom Tov Shini at all. So Kot Shekhan Mahomri cannot get an aliyah. If in the case where he's obligated to fast, he's just not fasting, but at least he's shayach to the ta'anit. And still he cannot get an aliyah. 
certainly somebody who's a Ben Eretz Yisrael says that's not Sheyach to Yom Tov Shini Bechlal. Kalbahomri would not be allowed to get an Aliyah. And that's his proof. And therefore he says, uh, uh, clearly uh, he would be... Um, he would be making a berachal batala. The kafa hayim sofer, ben Yaakov hayim sofer, in kafa hayim ora hayim siman tap tzadivav ot nun het. I'm quoting the kafa hayim's language. Ben Eretz Yisrael shehalak l'chutz la'ares v'datot la'zor eno la'shay la'alot la'torah b'yom tov sheni shel galuyot u'la'shlim le'minyan ekeruim kevad shu eno mechuyah b'kriyat la'torah shebo'to yom. Clear, clear cut. Now, by the way, not everybody agrees with this Rabbi Yaakov Hagiz. There was a great rabbi from Prague called the Shvut Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Reischer. He lived in the 1700s in Prague. He comes along and he says something incredible. The question that they asked him was a little different, but it's the same dynamic. You know that Purim has different days you can celebrate. Some people celebrate Purim on Yudalid of Adar, and some celebrate Purim on Tedvah. Some celebrate Purim all year long. We're not talking about those guys. We're talking about over here, the legitimate people that celebrate it on the, on the, on the days that are supposed to. So the law is, if you come from a regular city, Eir, so the regular city people celebrate Purim on the 14th of Adar, but if you come from a walled city, from the time of Yeshua, you celebrate it on uh, the 15th. Very simple. If you come from Tel Aviv, Purim is on the 14th. If you come from Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, Yerakodesh, Tebanevitikonen, Purim is on the 15th. So the question they have over here is, let's say you have somebody that is from Jerusalem, and he's in Tel Aviv on the 14th. His intention is not to stay there. His intention is to go back to Jerusalem. But he's there. He's there on the day that they're celebrating Purim. And he's in the shul that morning. But again, his intention is not to stay. He's going back to Yerushalayim. And what happens? They read the Sefer Torah on that day. Sefer Torah on Purim day. Uh, uh, what do they read? Vayavu Amalek. At the end of Parashat B'Shalach. So the question they ask the Shemut Yaakov, can the Ben Yud, the, could the Ben Tetvav get a Aliyah in the place of Yudalit? It's not Purim for him. It's not Purim for him. Can he get a Aliyah? Today it's not Purim for him, Rapportai. So he comes along and he says, amazing Hadush. He says to him that e pashut, the olen the minyan, like Kiruim, he can get an aliyah. He brings two proofs over here. His first proof is from a Gemara Megillah Dafkav Gimal. I think it's a Mishnah. Hakol olim the minyan shiva, afilu katan, afilu isha. We know that anybody is able to go up to the Torah as one of the seven aliyot on Shabbat, even a minor, even an isha, even a lady. Now don't say that too loud, Rabotai. We don't want to start new practices and we start sending ladies up to the Sefer Torah. Uh, although I'm sure there are a lot of uh, feminists out there that are trying to push that agenda, uh, they would have something to rely on. The Mishnah says that everybody can go up to the Sefer Torah, even a katan, even an isha. Now clearly, a katan and isha are not obligated. They're not obligated in Sefer Torah. And still you can set them up. So he says, you see, you don't have to be obligated to get an Aliyah. So therefore the guy in the 14th, even though it's not the guy in the 15th, who's there, even though it's not Purim for him, so what? He's not worse than the Isha and the Katan. But then he goes on and says his real Sebarah. 
His real sabana is unbelievable hidush. We have a principle that says like this. This guy who happens to be in uh, Tel Aviv, he's intending to go back to Jerusalem. So therefore, right now his status is he has a deen of a krach. He's not a ben yudalid. However, he can make himself a ben yudalid. He's ra'ui to become a yudalid. How can he become ra'ui? He can decide, I'm staying. Finished. Once he decides in his brain, I'm staying, he can become a yudalid. So therefore, since potentially he can become a ben yudalid, we have a, a very, very important halachic principle. I think, by the way, we should start giving shi'urim, maybe at a different time, on just explaining halachic principles. A lot of halachic principles that people are not aware of, just so we can know, in shas, there's so many klalim that you have to know how to, how to use them. There's one famous principle that comes from the Gemara Menachot, page 103. And that's the law of kol hara'uy lebila en bila me'akavto. Let me explain you that principle. It's used all over the place in halakha. There's a law that says that we have a minha. Minha is a flower offering. And you have to put <clears throat> a certain amount of flour, a certain amount of oil. And the Torah says bilula. Bilula means you have to, you have to mix it. So the Gemara says that uh, if you have a certain keli and the vessel and you put the flour in and the oil and it holds the proper shi'ur, since it's mixable, it's ra'ui bila, and bila me'akapto. You don't have to mix it. The bila, the bila is not going to be me'akif. Since potentially it's mixable, kona ra'ui bila and bila me'akapto. So therefore, that's the concept of potential. You would say, what do you mean? You gotta mix it. No, it, it's in the right bowl, the right size. If you would mix it, it would be perfect. The bilah is not gonna be ma'akir. So therefore, the same thing over here. Since I'm ra'ui to become a ben yudalit, I'm ra'ui. The fact that I'm not, it doesn't stop me. Kola ra'ui diyot ben yudalit and yudalit ma'akafto. So therefore, the, the Shvut Yaakov comes along and says, Give him an aliyah. Now, Barabotai, let's be clear. He doesn't have to renounce his Jerusalem status. He's, since he's ra'ui to do it, it's enough to make him connected to Ben Yudalit. If that's the case, he comes along and he says, A phenomenal Hiddush. Back to our case of the Eretz Israel guy. The Eretz Israel guy, Barabotai, finds himself in America for the second day of the holiday. So, what we say from the uh, from the halakot ketanot, you can't send them up. Berachal batala kafahayim, you can't send them up. Berachal batala says the shvut Jacob, no, send them up. Why? Because he can turn himself into hotzla aritzik if he wants. He can decide, I'm staying in America. He can, he can make that decision. And since he can make that decision, what do you mean? We have people all day long. Some people are making aliyah. Some people are making yirida. So the guy can be a yored. He could be Yoreh from any state Chutzah. He could tell his wife, we're staying. What do you mean we're staying over here? I like America. I like the, uh, uh, the attractions. I like, uh, I like the, all, all, the, the, all the different things that they do over here. Uh, he, he decides to stay. Fine. So therefore, he's not worse than the guy of Purim. Just like the guy of Purim can turn himself into a Ben Yudan and then we can get an Aliyah. Potentially, when it comes to the case of a ben ben and Hotsta since he can make himself into a Hotsta Aris, Nick, that we hold, you can get a 
Aliyah. There was a rabbi called the Imre Bina. The Imre Bina even went uh, a, a, a step further, which is a big hedush. He held that the Ben Eretz Israel can even make kiddush for the Chutz Laaretz in, in, on the second day of Yom Tov. You believe that case? That means it's the second day of Yom Tov in America, and you have a, a Ben Eretz Israel. He put out tefillin that morning, by the way. He put out in B'tzana. He put out tefillin. It's not, it's not Yom Tov for him. And then he comes, and he, he tells me, make kiddush for me. He says, why not? Because since he's shayach to the second day of Yom Tov, how? If he would stay, so therefore he wants to say he can even make uh, 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 kiddush. But uh, uh, certainly he would hold that you can give him an aliyah. So it comes out of Botai. We have over here a fantastic mahlokit between the halachot uh, ketanot, Rabbi Yaakov Hagiz, and the Shvut Yaakov, whether you can give an aliyah or not. Now, the question over here, however, changes in the following scenario. Let's say the second day of Yom Tov is a Sefer Torah day. Oh, that's quite possible, by the way. Second day of Yom Tov can come out on a Monday, the second day of Yom Tov can come out on a Thursday, and the second of Yom Tov come on a Shabbat. Where that Ben Eretz Israel, had he been in Eretz, he'd be reading Sefer Torah also. So does the dynamic change if it is a Sefer Torah day? Till now, could be we were only talking about if the second day of Yom Tov falls out on a Sunday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday and a Friday, where there's no Sefer Torah anyway. But maybe the dynamic changes if the second day of Yom Tov is indeed a Sefer Torah day. Actually, the Kafa Hayim in Siman Tav Tzadivav Sif Katan Nun quotes the Maharam Hagiz. The Maharam Hagiz is actually the son of the Halakot Ketanot. The Halakot Ketanot is Rabbi Yaakov Hagiz. His son is Maharam Hagiz, is Rabbi Moshe Hagiz. He was also in Yerushalayim. So they ask him the question. Same question they asked the father. Can the get an Aliyah in Hustaaris? And his answer is, it depends. Uh, that's a real rabbinical answer. It depends. That's, by, the way, I, by the way, if you learn that rule of Botai, that's half the simicha right there. Whenever somebody asks you a question, don't commit. It depends, and 99% you're going to be right, because everything really depends on something. If you say yes, you're rolling dice, it's 50-50. Say no, it's 50-50. Depends, everything depends on something. There's always a factor. So he answered the right answer, typical rabbinical answer, it depends. And he comes along and he says... Sheim Yom Tov Sheni Hal Beyom Sheni O Hamishi. If it falls out on a Monday and a Thursday, Uben Eretz Yisrael Nimsab Chutz Laaris, and he's in Chutz Laaris, he can get an Aliyah, but not so simple. You would say, yeah, because anyway, if he was in Israel, he would have Sefer Torah, so he's Hayav. Only problem is, how many Aliyot are they reading in Israel? On a Monday and a Thursday, three. How many aliyot are they reading on Yom Tov Sheni? Five. Oh, so the Rab says the first five are Yom Tov aliyot. He's not connected to, to, to the five aliyot of Yom Tov. You can only give him an aliyah as an extra, which means sometimes they have extra aliyot, mosif. You know, we call it an Arabic reke. We give him a reke. We give him extra aliyot. You can be mosif. Sometimes the shul wants to generate extra income for the Misha Berats. 
And you have a rich guy come into the shul, it's, oh, they give him an aliyah. He doesn't know what he's getting, the guy. Is this a good aliyah? Oh, this is unbelievable aliyah. This is the best aliyah. Meanwhile, it's, a, it's an extra, it's an add-on. He doesn't know. They're not giving him an aliyah. They're giving him a Misha Berach. But they can't give him a Misha Berach without an aliyah. So they have to throw an aliyah in there. But they're really giving him a Misha Berach. If they can give him a Misha Berach without giving him an aliyah, they do that also. In any event, uh, uh, oh, so Drabotai. So says the, uh, 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 the Maharam Hagiz, you can't give him one of the five aliyot. Because if you give him one of the five aliyot, that's a Yom Tov. So if you want to send them up, you can give him one of the Nosafi. You can give him one of the, one of the extra ones. Now again, in a case where they're not Mosif, then you're right. Then you're not going to be able to have, uh, give him an aliyah at all. Based on this, there's a very, very interesting Sheilot uh, Tshuvot that I saw brought down. It's called Shut Bet Avi. Bet Avi was a rabbi, an American rabbi, Yitzhak Isaac um, uh, Leibis. He lived in the 1900s in America. He was a rabbi in Manhattan. He wrote a Sheilot Tshuvot Bet Avi. And he had a case like this. Listen to an interesting case, Abutai. Very interesting case. The case was that his brother-in-law was from Eretz Israel. He was in America for Shavuot. Okay, Baruch Abba. And he's in America for the second day of Shavuot, like this year that fell out on Shabbat. Beautiful so far. And he has Yortzat. So he wants to get an Aliyah. Oh, so he asks his brother-in-law, the Bet Avi, can he get a uh, can he get an aliyah? So he answers unbelievable answer. He says, "Hold it, Yom Tov Sheni. How many aliyot do you need to read from Yom Tov? Five. That's it. So the first five you can't get an aliyah because those belong to Yom Tov. However, since it's Shabbat and if you're an Eretz Israel, you read seven aliyot. So he says the last two aliyot, the Mashlim and the Maftir, belong to you as well." Understand the Sevara? The first, let's review again. It's Shabbat, Yom Tov Sheni, Shavuot. Shabbat. Now, how many aliyot does Yom Tov get? Five. How many aliyot does Shabbat get? Seven. Now, this guy who's from Eretz Israel, he cannot get the Yom Tov aliyot. Because it's not Yom Tov to him, it's Yom Sheni. So the first five aliyot, that's Medin Yom Tov. That you can't touch. But the, set, the last two aliyot, which is Mashtim and Maftir, that's coming from Shabbat. He also has to keep Shabbat. If he was an Eretz Israel, he'd also get a, a, a seven. So therefore, he wants to come along and say that uh, uh, the first five uh, uh, aliyot, he has no shaykhut, because it's not Yom Tov to him. But the last two, he can either take Maftir or Mashtim, and he can say the Kaddish on the Mashtim, let's say, and therefore he'll get his Yortzite uh, item. Interesting, interesting Hadush over there, which means... It's better than the case of, the, of, of a regular Yom Tov. On a regular Yom Tov, where it comes out on a weekday, we said you have to add Aliyot. You have to add Aliyot for him to get Aliyot. Here, you don't have to add anything. Here, he's part of the seven. Not part of the first five, he's part of the last two. In the case where it fell out on a weekday, we said there's only five Aliyot. For him to get Aliyot, you're going to have to throw in extras. Here's a case where you don't have to throw in any extras. Why? Because there's seven. The five is for Yom Tov, the two is for Shabbat. He's connected to Shabbat because he would read Shabbat instead. But then he says a phenomenal Hindush, a very big Hindush, he says. What's the matter, Izzy? Is it the Mustir, the 
Ah, Hazaka Baruch. It's unbelievable. You're unbelievable. Not only that, but he goes to the Mashlim first. He says, we can't give the guy Mashlim either. Why? Because the Mashlim on the second day of Shavuot, that part that we read in the Torah is, it's all Shavuot stuff. So he says, it's not Mr. Ben that you're going to send a guy up who's not celebrating Shavuot and he's going to read the um, Shavuot 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 That's the idea Shavuot Shavuot So he says it, 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 it's, it's hard to imagine Medin put it this way Medin the Aliyah he's connected to it but the content of the Aliyah the content of the Aliyah is not really Shayach to a, a Ben Eretz Israel. So therefore he comes along and says, so maybe you'll give him maftir. But I agree with Izzy. You can't give him maftir either based on that reason. Because the maftir, he's reading the haftarah of, uh, of Shavuot, of Yom Tov. And it's not Yom Tov for him. So therefore that would be a, uh, a dilemma in such a case. What aliyah can you give that guy? In principle you should be able to give him the last two aliyot. But in, uh, in, 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 unless you would say, I guess, add an extra aliyah that has nothing to do with Shavuot, try to find the reading in there that's got nothing to do with Shavuot and throw them in there and you wouldn't have a problem. Uh, the Kafa Hayim uh, rules that it depends which day. He rules like the Madam Hagiz. Let's review now what we come out, Legaber Yom Tov in a regular case, where the Yom Tov Shani falls out on a non-Sefer Torah day, he's posek like the Halakot Ketanot, Berachal Batala, you cannot send the guy up. Cannot send the guy up, you cannot even send him up on an extra, because it's not a Sefer Torah day for him. Since it's not a Sefer Torah day for him, let's say uh, Yom Tov Shani fell out on a Sunday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, or a Friday. It's not a Sefer Torah day. Therefore, you cannot send them up If it came out on a, on a Monday and a, and, a went, and, a, and a Thursday, you can send them as an extra, as a mosif. And, yes, Jesse. So why not say, uh, since it's Monday or Thursday, and he could go up as one of... Extra? As, why not say go up as one of the three, but he can't go up four and five? <laughs> because he's entitled, he's, he's supposed to be able to go up there. I hear you, I hear you, because he's part of the three, he's part of the three, but it's true. But those three in that synagogue are not coming from history. History is coming from Hall. Their three is coming from Yom Tov. So therefore, you're in, when, when in Rome, you got to follow the Romans, which means, this is, yeah, uh, you, want me to, you want me to come along now and say, those three are, 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 are Hall? That's where Yom Tov over here. You want me to give you an extra aliyah, Baruch Abba, because you have a connection to today's reading? No problem. The Ma'aseh, uh, the, um, the Kapa'in uh, uh, comes out that you can give him an extra, an extra aliyah. Beautiful. The She'ela is going to be now, the She'ela is going to be now, the our case. Our case is not Yom Tov Sheni. Our case is Shiva'asar B'Tamuz. But it has a similar dynamic. You have people that are not fasting, and they're part of a minyan of non-fasters. So
So on a regular, if Shabbat Sabbath Rus came out on a regular Sunday, like it's been happening the past couple of years, ten guys praying in the minyan that are not fasting, there's no there's no sefer. There's no Vayhan Moshe. And if they take out the sefer and they go up, it's Benachal Batala. The Shela we have this year is that since it's a Thursday, can they take out sefer Torah? And if they can, which sefer do they take out? Do they take out the Vayhal or do they take out the Parachat Pinehas? Good news, Rabotai. The Mishnah Berurah discusses it. So the Mishnah Berurah in Tapkuf Samichvab, Yudalud. Ul inyan kiriat vaihal. Kishahal ta'anit sibur. Besheni vahamishi. Our case. Ta'anit falls out on Monday and Thursday, inyan vaihal. Afal pi. Shidokhim Parashata Shavua, even though we're pushing away the Parashata Shavua, let Kan Beracha Lebatala, the Takenat Ezal Lekrop Beshini Bahamishi, in Ken Dai Kishiyes Shisha Bebete Keneset Korim Baihal. Unbelievable. He says, as long as you have six people fasting, you don't need ten. On a Monday and a Thursday, as long as you have six people fasting, you can take out Vaihal. Why? Because it's a separate Torah day anyway. And therefore, six, which means if it wasn't a separate Torah day, you can't take it out at all. But on a separate Torah day, Mishnah tells you, you have Rov, Rov would be enough to turn from Pinehas to Vaihal. All you need is a, a tipping point. And he writes, Masheenken b'menha. Minha is not going to work. Of course, Minha, you don't read Sefer Torah on a regular day. You don't read Sefer Torah on a Monday and a Thursday, even in Minha. So therefore, in Minha, you're always going to need 10 fasters. And if you don't have 10 people fasting, it doesn't matter which day of the week it is, in Minha, you're not taking out Sefer Torah. However, on a regular day and not a reading Sefer Torah day, you need 10 in Sha'arit also to fast. However, on a Ta'anit, Shabbat was on a Monday and a Thursday. It's enough to have six, and it's enough to have six to push away, to push away Parashat Pinehas and read Parashat Vaihal. Oh, so he comes along and he says, "What about if you have all ten that are non-fasters?" Like the question, Mr. Mass, we ask. You have a minyan now of guys that are not fasting because of COVID. Uh, they, uh, 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 they're playing golf, but they're not fasting. That's the case we're discussing. So now the she'elah is, by how they can't read. Do they read Parashat Pinehas? What would your logic tell you? It's a Sefer Torah day. My logic would say, why should they be deprived of Parashat Pinehas? I mean, they can't read by how, fine. But if it was a regular day, they'd be reading Parashat Pinehas. It shouldn't be worse. Baruch Hashem, that's exactly what Acham Ben Sion says. Acham Ben Sion in his Tishuvot in Perik Lamed Aleph Al-Achadalim, he writes, Ve'im en af mit'anim, if you don't even have six people fasting, af b'yom sheniyu hamishi, on a Monday and a Thursday, lo yikri'u parashat b'yhal, ela parashat ha-shavuah. So that's what he says. So bottom line, you can read Parashat HaShavua. Take out Parashat Pinehas tomorrow. I mean, on Thursday. So comes out of Botai. It's quite possible. This is a good trivia question. Give me a, uh, 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 a case 
where you could have uh, two minyanim simultaneously on the same day that are reading two different sefatorahs in America. Not, you know, Hussad. Give me a case of a regular Thursday where one minyan is reading one parasha and another minyan is reading another parasha and nobody made a mistake. They're doing the halakha. And the trivia is, Shiva that comes out on a Thursday. If you have 10 people fasting, so they're going to read parashat by hal. And if you have nobody, if you have nobody fasting, or well, less than six people fasting, they're going to read parashat pinahas. And elu the elu, the elu they're both following the halakha. And the same thing would be this question in minha time. Give me a case where the halakha says, you must read in minha and you are not allowed to read in minha. Same case would be on this case here, for example, on any case of, 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 of the minha where there's not 10 fasters. If you have 10 people fasting, you say by heart. If you have 10 people not fasting, you're not 10 people, you're not going to make a... Uh... Majority won't happen. Yeah, there's no majority rule in minha. Majority need 10 fasters. The only reason why we were lenient on a majority because it's a Sefer Torah day. So since it's a Sefer Torah day, we said as long as you have six fasting, take out the Sefer and read by heart. So that really is the, uh, the answer to the uh, question. And Baruch Hashem, we're able to have some, uh, some pilpul uh, 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 on the way. Just as, as, a, as, 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 as a bonus, I was shown an interesting sebara of Hakam Shlomo Zalman Oyerbach. From Shlomo Zalman Oyerbach, let's see if I can find where he brings it down. He has an interesting sebana. Yeah. He says like this. He has a sebana that says, I'm reading his words. Geder yom tov sheni eno kedabar hadash v'takana b'fnei atzma. Wow. He looks at the Yom Tov Sheni as not as a new Hiyuv. It's an extension of Yom Tov Rishon for the people that are in Galut. We have to do two days. Why? Because we don't know which day Yom Tov Rishon is. So therefore, he learns that it's an extension. So therefore, Yom Tov Sheni has Yom Tov Rishon in it. It has Yom Tov Rishon in it. And if he holds, since the Ben Eretz Israel is Shayakti Yom Tov Rishon, he's Shayakti Yom Tov Sheni. Because Yom Tov Sheni is born from Yom Tov Rishon. It's connected to Yom Tov Rishon. Very interesting. So therefore, he wants to say that you could send them as, a, 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 as an Aliyah. He wants to say you could send them as an Aliyah. Okay, he was of that uh, opinion. Again, there was opinions that held like that. But the Maaseh, we don't posek like that. He wanted to say that by Purim is different. He wanted to say the case of Purim the 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 the, the, the of the fifteenth is not born from the fourteenth. It's two separate hayuvim. So therefore, just because you're there uh, 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 in uh, Tel Aviv, you're not connected to this day. It's a different day for you. Mashiachen, a yom tov sheni guy that's in America, you're connected to it. You're connected. A ben Israel in America is connected to yom tov sheni because it's born from yom tov rishon. Nonetheless. Let's just review all the halachot that come out now of Botai from today's, uh, to today's halakha. Today's halakha comes out. The Gabedi Yom Tov uh, Sheni question will only give aliyot if it's a separate Torah day and only the extras, not the Hayyub. If it's not a separate Torah day, we will not give them an, uh, an aliyah uh, at all. That's what the Kapahim says. 
because it's not it's not, it's not a sifatura day for him. And regarding Shavasa uh, Tammuz, you need ten people fasting to read by Hal. On a Monday and Thursday, you don't need ten people to read by Hal. You just need six people to read by Hal on a Monday and Thursday. And less than six people, then you take out the regular parashat shavua, parashat pinehas. Ad kam baruch adonai olam. Amen v'amen. Rabotai, let's just review uh, some scheduling. Uh,